Hey, tea lovers, this is your host, Dee, and you're listening to the Tea with Dee podcast, the show that teaches you how to recover, regain, and relive. Diving into inner child healing, self-love, codependency, and trauma, the podcast for people who are looking to find their true, authentic self. Join me on the journey to live our best lives. Now let's get to the episode. Welcome back, tea lovers, to another episode of Tea with D. I'm so excited for today's episode, you guys. You have no idea. So today I'm going to be talking about intuitive thinking, intuition, and intrusive thoughts, and kind of talking about the difference between the two, what they mean, how to navigate, and it's coming from a perspective of someone who was diagnosed around five years ago with um, generalized anxiety disorders. So that is basically where my intrusive thoughts ran rampant majority of my life. Um, But it really got worse after my dad passed away and all of these intrusive thoughts started coming up and I was always waking up thinking of the worst case scenario. Something bad was going to happen today. You know, this was going to happen. The outcome of this was going to go this way. And it was like me thinking my thoughts were facts, which was totally not the case. And so today, if you have ever experienced this where you're constantly anxiety ridden, Try to decipher between your intuition and your intrusive thoughts. This episode is for you and I can't wait for you to learn more and I hope that by me sharing my story that it helps you in some form. So let's dive right in. So um, intuition. So I kind of looked up the dictionary version of intuition and it's the ability to understand something immediately without the need for conscious reasoning. So when I think of intuition, I think of the body and soul. It's listening to it and not basically not talking yourself out of it. It's activating within your body. So when I think of intuition, um, I just think that it's really calm. It feels light. Um, It doesn't cause discomfort. It's not controlled. It's living in the present moment, like what immediately came to you. It's almost like an airdropped message. Whereas when I think of intrusive thoughts, Calm's Google definition was, so where do intrusive thoughts come from? The trigger for, for intrusive thoughts are varied and often unique to the person. The usual culprits are stress, anxiety, or external triggers like that person who cut you off in traffic that morning, some mental health conditions such as um, OCD, PTSD, depression, and anxiety disorders, and also they can also cause triggers for intrusive thoughts. But before you start worrying, let's clarify, intrusive thoughts are common. In fact, nearly everyone experiences them at some point in their lives. They're part of the weird and wonderful tapestry of human thinking. And it's when these thoughts occur on a regular basis and they become too loud, too disturbing, or start affecting our daily life, that is when they become a concern. But there is a way to manage them. And I'm gonna kind of talk about the way to manage them. But this quote that I really liked, I felt like kind of went along with today's theme. The goal isn't to eliminate the intrusive thoughts because they're normal. They're part of being a human, but to manage them effectively so that they don't hijack your peace of mind. I personally love this because I felt like for a really long time, I was allowing my intrusive thoughts to take over my world. It affected a lot of my relationships. It affected, and I'm not just talking about romantic relationships. I'm talking about like every type of relationship because I immediate thought was defensive or my immediate thought was, oh my gosh, this is going to turn out this way. And it was because of my subconscious beliefs of as a child. Um, And that's kind of where intrusive thoughts come into play. Um, I feel like intrusive thoughts come from your mind. They're more of a trauma response and they're kind of chaotic. So there's strong emotion behind it, whereas intuition is more grounded and there's a calm sense of knowing. Um, 
I feel personally, when I think of like emotional triggers, they come from subconscious beliefs and they should stay there. Um, I feel like a lot of times our ego gets involved and we allow it to take on and, you know, be the driver in the driver's seat. And I think that that is where a lot of our issues lie is when we let our egos lead versus letting our intuition guide us. And that's kind of where I want to talk about it. So trauma response equals mind. Intuition comes from the gut and the heart. One way that I've learned throughout these five years to, or actually several ways that I've learned to learn how to navigate my intrusive thinking, because you guys, when I'm telling you, like I would wake up It's actually so sad to say. I look back at my younger self and I just want to give her a hug. And I wrote something recently on my Instagram of how I am now giving flowers to each part of me that was broken so that they can heal. And I feel like five years ago, I was so insecure. I just was had no guidance. I really didn't know who I was, what I wanted. And I also just was just so terrified. I think that I was only 21, 22 years old and I was still trying to cultivate my self-expression, who I was, what I liked, what I didn't like. And it was a lot of navigating. And so with navigating, there's mistakes that come into play or honestly, I don't think anything's a mistake. I think that's a lesson, but it's to each its own. Anyways, so during these five, these past five years, I've really tried to create a healthy routine for myself and really ask myself and pause in moments of distress and say, like, what is arising for me? Because old me would be so reactive and I'm not perfect. Like, don't get me wrong. I still have old me tendencies. I'm human. They will pop up because it is you don't do the work and then you're healed. Like it is a constant, constant battle and routine and habit that you have to create for yourself. Otherwise, it's like muscle memory. And when you're working out in the gym, like if you don't work out, you're not going to have that same muscle and resilience that you did when you were like working out every single day, right? So you have to keep working just like you work out and exercise. You have to work out your mind and your body um, and your soul the same way. And so what I did was I started journaling. So I journal my thoughts, intrusive thoughts. So if I'm thinking of something and I feel like this is about to happen because I like to future predict because my old therapist used to tell me that I thought I was like a fortune teller um, and I'm so not right. I don't have that gift. I don't know how to see the future. Um, I don't know, you know, what's going to happen. And so for me to think that is a little far fetched. And it was because of my insecurities, my um, trauma, past trauma, um, my subconscious belief, which is essentially it's trying to be like your friend, but it's your friend that's giving you the bad advice, right? It's the friend that's there for you trying to protect you, but they're just giving you really bad advice that you shouldn't listen to. um, And it's ultimately going to hurt you in the end. And that's what I think about intrusive thoughts and essentially your subconscious mind. It's because something happened to you when you're a child, your mind is trying to save you from, you know, the same pain again. So it will like trick you and find every single scenario it needs so you don't have to go through that scenario again. But honestly, it hurts you because one thing that I've learned is why you're going to be nervous and anxiety ridden about something that has never even happened yet. You're putting yourself through it twice, which isn't fair to yourself. If you love yourself enough, you don't want to put yourself through that. And I have to tell myself that too is like I have to remember that I have to be present in the moment. And a lot of times when intrusive thoughts come into play, it's because you're future faking, you're future predicting, and it's not being present in the moment. Whereas, you know, intuitive thoughts and your intuition is almost like an airdrop. It's like, think about an airdrop in your phone when you get a bunch of photos airdropped. It's like a wisdom immediately that comes to you. You're in clear and strong knowing. It feels light, like I mentioned earlier. 
there's not any discomfort. You should not feel discomfort with intu- with an intu- intuitive thought. Um, it's not controlled and it's present. And so journaling has really helped me so much because when I put my words and my thoughts on paper and I reread them, I'm like, oh, wow, like that was a little far-fetched. Like, let's really dive into this. Meditation in the morning. Oh, I love this little meditation routine that I've created for myself. So I literally wake up, crisscross applesauce because you know that thing work. Back straight, head up, chest wide. And I literally just take a breath like this. In through the nose, out through the mouth. I do that about three times. That's where the breath work comes into play. So journal breath work is a huge thing. But the meditation comes into play where I literally close my eyes and I envision myself breathing in light. So I'm literally inhaling. um, I pick a color. I really like the color yellow. It reminds me um, of kind of like the sunset and the sun. It's like a a, a good combination of both. And then I also think of the color blue because it's very calming to me. And I inhale it and I envision myself inhaling all this light and exhaling all this black, like negative, intrusive thoughts, you know, insecurities, um, maybe self-hate or whatever it is. And I literally am exhaling it through my mouth. So I'm inhaling all this light, exhaling through my mouth. I do those a couple times because I'm trying to train my mind to like breathe. Like you have light surrounding you. Like you are okay. Like good things are happening because how you start your first hour of the day is going to set the tone for the rest of your day. Like so if you wake up, you're on your phone and you see something that's triggering you or you're you're you see something that you, you know, didn't want to see or you're going through because I mean honestly let's be real everyone's going waking up in the morning and they're going on their phone majority of people do like majority of people in the world are not picking up a book meditating or journaling right but like being the select few that does that like you will see a difference um and so I look at that and I like I ask myself like get into your heart is this your ego or your intuition so I ask myself those things too so I kind of want to talk a little bit more about the fact that um, intrusive thoughts are your thoughts led are thoughts that lead you there. So it's more of like a fear-based anxiety. It feels heavy. It's fear-focused. It's based on your subconscious beliefs. It's your ego. So you're overthinking. You will come up with any scenario you can just to meet whatever need you want met. It's not keeping you safe. It's actually holding you back. So maybe as a child it was keeping you safe, but now you're supposed to live, in, you're not supposed to live in fight or flight. You're supposed to live in the present moment. So stop future faking it. Stop future predicting like you are not a fortune teller. You don't know what's going to happen. Your thoughts are not facts. Stop telling yourself that you know what's going to happen in the future if it's negative. Like if it's positive and you're manifesting, you're saying this is what I want for myself. That is completely different than an intrusive negative thought that's actually harming you and making you feel bad about yourself. So I want to talk to you about this wheel. So think of like a circle, a wheel, a recycling thing, whatever, a circle. So the thought. So let's say you have this intrusive thought that like pops up into your head. I want you to write down what made you think of this this thought on a piece of paper. You can do the wheel. You can just do bullet points, whatever it was. So what made you think of this thought? What proof proof do you have that this thought is going to happen? Write that down too, whatever thought that you thought. So and then I want you to write what well, what is going to happen if this happens? What will this, what will happen to you if this happens? So write it down and then kind of ask yourself, 
you know, what can you do to make yourself feel better? And I, what I normally like to do is write 10 things, 10 self-love affirmations to like reaffirm that I am enough, I'm worthy, I'm light, I'm rare. I'm gonna have to blurt that out, but just know I said the effort. I'm a freaking bad B. Um, the whole thing. And I just tell myself, like, you are enough. You're amazing. You're worthy. Um, you're so creative. You're so smart. Like, you're so authentic. All of these things that I believe in myself. Um, and then you will start to see where this habit is coming from. So a lot of times I've noticed and I've asked other people I've experienced for myself, social media is a big factor into intrusive thoughts. There's a lot of comparing. There's a lot of, um, I don't know, like social media lurking. There's a lot of things to compare to, like I mentioned. So you're just like this intrusive thought comes up or like a trigger or something. And it's like, ask yourself when you're having an intrusive thought, like where is that intrusive thought coming from? So if it's social media or if it's certain people that you're hanging around or if it's certain environment or if it's like a certain word or something you're seeing on TV, what you need to start doing is kind of monitoring those thoughts and when you're doing it. And so replacing that negative with something positive. So if you know that something that is making you uncomfortable and making you cause distress, eliminate it and replace it with something healthy. Maybe it's a walk. Maybe it's um, walk in nature, right? Or it's um, journaling or maybe it's reading a book. Find like a healthy distraction. Don't turn to drugs and alcohol. That's never going to make you feel good. I promise you it won't. Um... There are those people out there that like to numb with drugs and alcohol, and honestly, um, it they may think it might work for them, but in the long run, they just they will realize that it does not help you or heal you. Like you are escaping from something. You have to directly like either deal with it, write it down, which I think is a healthy version, or substitute that negative negativity for something positive, um, and then you'll figure out the wheel. Like you'll know when you, the things are happening, like when this intrusive thought is happening, what's occurring. So then you see the pattern, and you can learn how to navigate the pattern. That's one way. Or you just like go right through the fire and you say like why am I thinking this way what brought this up what am I not getting am I not giving to myself that is causing me to externally react and have these intrusive thoughts because a lot of time intrusive thoughts come with a reaction emotional reaction a physical reaction maybe you're crying you're angry you're upset and one thing that I've learned in this life is the only thing that you can control is yourself and I will be damned if I give someone the keys to my emotional car to drive or the conductor of this train to be someone else that is me I'm going to be driving my own car at my emotional wheel I will not let someone take those keys and basically drive off into the sunset with my feelings you will not give people the control of honing in and basically taking over your emotions no, we're not doing that. You are the driver's seat. You are the drive, not the driver's seat. You are the driver. Do not let someone um, control your emotions. That's why you have to reel it in. Don't give people reaction. Don't, um, it's okay to have an emotion. It's okay to feel, but really honing in and asking yourself, like, what do I need right now that is causing this reaction? It's okay to cry. It's okay to feel. But if it's to the point where you're over um, correcting it, and you're feeling some type of way, like ask yourself, like, what love do you need right now that you are not feeling that you're getting? And I genuinely feel like if you did that, you wouldn't feel better about yourself. I know that for me personally, like I feel so much better when I have moments of sadness and I redirect and I say, okay, what's arising for me? Why do I actually feel this way? Let me jot down exactly these thoughts. I see it on paper and I'm like, oh my gosh, okay, this makes sense. I know exactly why I got to this point. Okay, so I need to put more love 
and fill this cup specifically over here. I also, let me, you're going to hear little ruffles because I have to pull out this book that I was given by, ooh, this book is going to fall. You're going to hear a plop. You're going to hear another plop of books. She's got a lot of books in her life. So I feel like majority of my listeners are female. Um, but if you are male, cool. Love that. Like, love that for you too. Um, but this is specific, specifically for women, and I'm sure that they have a men's book as well. Um, but for my birthday, one of my best childhood friends since literally fifth grade, I was going to say fifth grade. No, since I was five, um, up until 27 years old. Crazy, right? Um, gave me this book called Self-Love Workbook for Women. It's releasing self-doubt, build self-compassion, and embrace who you are. And it's by Megan Logan. She's an MSW and an LCSW. And it's a workbook. And every night before bed, I will read, I journal, and then I do this workbook. And I honestly, genuinely feel so good about it. It talks about body image. It talks about self-love. It talks about attachment theory, what you attract in, in, in the realm of relationships, you know, what your childhood was like, what love you need. And so finding like healthy outlets are so important to combat intrusive thoughts to also remind you like intrusive thoughts come of a uh, come from a state of lack. They come from a state of insecurity and not self-love, whereas intuitive thoughts are from abundance and love and it's self-love and you just like know who you are and harnessing that. So one thing I would recommend to people is to just know yourself. Um, recognize when you're having a moment why are you being triggered by this moment what is causing you to be triggered like write it down do the circle wheel the thought what made you think that what proof do you have what happens if that does happen and then write the actual outcome of what happens because there's so many times where I've done that where I've looked back in journals all the way from 2019 2018 2017 where I literally will come up and read these journals and I'm these thoughts that I was coming up with you I don't even know who I was I I'm scared that I even had these thoughts that I was thinking it um and not even just like scary they're just like wild they're just like this is so unrealistic and I look back and I'm like this is what I thought it was going to be and I put what it actually was and it was not the same there was sometimes it was kind of like maybe umbrella but it was never directly what I thought and that's why I'm learning that thoughts are not facts um facts are facts and having to decipher between the two so one thing I will say is if you're a listener here you've gotten to this point and you're hearing all of this you are enough um you will figure it out it does take time I am not perfect I still have a ways to go but I'm on my journey and I tell people this and I encourage other people to be one percent better than you were yesterday that's all you need to be is one percent better than you were yesterday I have my moments healing is not linear I am not perfect I state this so many times because I believe it to be true just because I'm saying this stuff doesn't mean that I have it down to a T because we are human beings we are not gonna have everything figured out but to be mindful, um, to be self-aware of moments that are happening like this will help you navigate them. So with that being said, I understand. I see you. I've been you. I've been you currently sometimes figuring it out. And you are enough. You will get through this. You will figure it out. And you will wake up one day and realize like, oh my gosh, I'm here. Like, it was so crazy. The other day, I literally woke up and I just felt so peaceful. Like, I didn't have negative thoughts. I wasn't anxiety ridden. I woke up so happy. Like, I had such a productive day. And I remember, like, praying and manifesting for that day for so long, you guys. 
And I realized that's now my life. And it's because of determination, perseverance. I didn't give up on myself. There was times where I went back and forth with not being able to like reel it in and like creating unhealthy habits. And then I just told myself like, keep pushing, keep doing it. This is your life. No one else is going to live it for you. No one else is going to be in the driver's seat. So figure it out. And I did. And I'm not fully there yet. I'm not at my destination, but I'm still in a working progress and I'm proud of myself. I honor myself for how far I've come. I offer myself grace for the person I used to be and for the person that I'm trying to be. And you need to too. Give flowers to every part of you that was broken, who is broken, who is wanting love, who needs more because you are deserving of it. And I hope that you know that. I hope you believe that. I hope you cultivate that for yourself um, because you deserve it. All right. I'll talk to you next time.